0: the dream team adam bobby josh you got the news feed it's the big three it's the dream team big three idp let's go what's up you diehards you degenerates you lovers of defensive football this is josh Raymer, and we are back with another episode of the big three idp podcast and i'm joined in the so shack tonight by one adam markham Yes, sir. Sounding awful good, Josh. You ready for that year two leap? Yes, sir. <sighs> so if you can't, uh, you can kind of see it on the Periscope tonight. We have the new mixer, the soundboard. She's a beaut. Adam is in love. Uh, we've got some sound effects. Adam, that is a fart with reverb, in case you were wondering. We also have for tonight's so Daddy. Yes, Yes, because we are going to be doing training camp hype storylines. Yes, or BS, Addy? And yes. so tonight you're going to hear a lot of the sound effects from the board. We are very excited. Uh, it's a lot more colorful in here now, and the sound quality is going to be going through the roof, Addy. We're just very excited for our listeners. You hit me with the crickets already? Adam's just gonna be pushing all the buttons tonight. Is the moral of the story, folks? That's, right. That's
1: what I'm known to do. I'm known to push some buttons.
0: Yeah, I need to get this on the other side, where uh, Bobby's side, because I, I trust him to touch it a little less. Yeah, I was I was thrilled to see this over here by me. I don't know why I put that there. What was I thinking? A good idea. It's because hey. the power strip is right over here by the TV. I just yeah. need to move the whole thing over. He stays here. It stays here. No, I don't think so. I don't. You got a you got a evil look in your eye right now. I need it i'm gonna take it home with me tonight you're gonna sleep with it yes, in your sir. bed all right i'm not i'm not expecting it to come back in pristine condition that's for sure that's right. don't put it under a black light yeah don't don't do that hey speaking of black light addy i think uh we're gonna start off the sh- the show here with an apology we are known for all things fast food and i think you um you need to offer up uh, a little olive branch here to one of our local establishments
1: yeah, I, I I need to apologize to uh, to Zaxby's. I I said some bad things about him. You know, when I was going through that that Canes, Canes uh, mania. I mean, yeah, I was you, going through a you caught it a big Canes stretch. I was a Caniac. Let's not let's not beat around the bush. Um, so yeah, I I was talking down on Zaxby's a little bit. I I remember when I was going through that that Canes episode. I uh, I went to Zaxby's and I and I I think I even said on the show that uh, I, I had a hard time finishing it. I said some bad things about that's Zaxby's. hurtful. If if Zaxby was listening, I no, I he was know. hurt. I know. I Hope Zach's is not listening out there. Um, but the Canes, it's kind of the, the 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 newness, the uh, the excitement. All, it's all
0: kind of worn the honeymoon off. phase is over. It's
1: over. It's over. I I uh, went back to Zaxby's and I had a great time. I had a really good time.
0: But, see, you go through phases with your fast food. You yeah. tend to glom on to one establishment and just milk it till it's the cow is dead and sucked dry. Yep. And then you move on to something. And you'll be back. I'll be back. C- Cane's knows you'll be back. They're right. not worried. Uh, Zaxby's is happy to have you back. Zaxby's is great. Zaxby's is, is so good.
1: I, I'm a big fan of the Nibblers. That's what I've been... Uh, I've been nibbling in, on, <laughs> I like the Zach, the Zach sauce. I think I talked bad on it. It's good. It's actually good. I liked it. It's they give you
0: a lot more of it. Now you have long been a proponent of getting uh their what is it their their wings tossed in sauce. What is it there? Yeah, so the you, can dip, you can
1: dip them there. So I, I've always liked, uh, and I haven't been doing that. I've been, just been getting them straight up, just straight up, straight up. Just you know, not like, tossed at all, cane style, just all right, classic
0: tender. Wow. Going back to your roots, essentially, just giving them a fair shake again. Okay, comparing them apples to apples to raisin canes. Again, I felt bad. I kind of felt bad about this. I can it, appreciate that. I, I've been
1: eating Zaxies for like, you know, I've been back on it for like three or four weeks now.
0: Yeah, but, you know, you, I, I was, I was really trashing them. You feel good in your soul, your body, your intestines, not feeling so good.
1: I'm fine. It's good. I've, again, I
0: built up the tolerance for all this stuff. Now I'm fine. I got I'm it.
1: fine. Good. Still have a fucking
0: heart attack, <laughs> just a massive heart attack. <laughs> Cardiologist is gonna have a
1: field day with you. Yeah. So, uh but yeah, you know, I, I was thinking today when I was eating Zach's
0: piece, I need to, I need to talk about him. Not on well, that. you're a, you're, a, you're a big man for apologizing for trying to to make things right, Addy. I'm sure Zach, if he's out there listening, appreciates that. Yeah, man. You got good food. Keep it going, Zacks. Keep it going, Zacks. All right, so uh, the only real piece of news that we're going to touch on here, Addy, um, before we get into the training camp storylines, because that's where most of the um, news is going to kind of filter in here, is that it was just announced probably 20 or 30 minutes before we came on air that Ron Rivera has cancer. Now, this is um, obviously as a Colts fan, Chuck Pagano, With his leukemia, the first season that he was hired as the um, Colts head coach. Very familiar with how this plays out. And I know Ron Rivera is optimistic right now. Uh, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, that Chuck Pagano lasted four weeks. Now, leukemia is different uh, from what Ron Rivera has. So, the effects could... Absolutely be different. But my guess is that once he actually starts treatment, you're probably going to see an interim head coach come in for Ron Rivera this season, which is unfortunate because they're in the midst of doing some good things right now. The whole organization is, and you hate to see Ron Rivera not get to be a part of that potentially for part of the season.
1: Yeah. I hate that for Ron Rivera. Um, So Yeah. Best wishes to him. Hope everything goes okay with that. Uh, gosh, what a what a tough little stretch here for Ron Rivera to have to to deal with. You know, I know we're all happy that he got the the job in Washington, but good lord, yeah, some obstacles to yeah, overcome. Just
0: a few, but you do you do. I mean, Ron Rivera is the type of person that is going to be able to, I think, overcome those obstacles. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So um, you, hope that,
1: uh, you hope that Washington can maybe lean on him and, and play for him and uh maybe maybe you know outperform kind of their expectations this year. It'd be nice to see.
0: Yeah. So it's lymph node cancer. Uh it's in the early stages, very treatable, very curable. So sounds like from what we're seeing, not necessarily something that is life threatening, but probably expect him not to be able to finish out the full season. So you're right. This could be I mean, I know the Colts the Colts were kind of left for dead that rookie season that luck had when Pagano was in because they were such a young team, lots of turnover, but they they you know, a lot of analysts uh, are quick to dispel narrative street and not want to factor in these kind of like intangible storylines, but the Colts absolutely played above their heads, punched above their weight for Chuck Pagano. Yep. I think we could see something similar happen here in Washington. Yeah.
1: And then me and Johnny touched on in our, uh, in our DFS, uh, pod, that defense is going to be scary. I mean, there's a lot of unknowns about that team. We don't know what Haskins is going to look like. Um, the, the off season buzz was all good and everything, but, um, again, just similar to the chargers. There's just a lot of unknown, but
0: there's, there's definitely upside there. There is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a team that could absolutely outperform expectations mm-hmm. because expectations are so low. Yeah, and they could just grind out
1: some wins with that defense, you know.
0: There is something to be said when you don't have the weight of expectation that every time that you take the field, you're going to be expected to lose just about. That's going to be the Washington football team in 2020. So they can play fast and loose, and whatever happens, hey, if they win some games, that's, that's more than I think a lot of people are expecting for them. Yep. Yep. Shout out to Ron Rivera, man. Hope you get better. Seriously. I'm really excited to see what he can do with this program, and hopefully this is just a temporary setback for Riverboat Ron. So, Addy, let's get into the training camp hype storyline. So the premise for tonight is, are we buying into these storylines or not? So essentially, is it a
2: yes
0: or is it a (laughs) mm, yes or BS, Addy? They're just all going to be BS because we're going to touch that. that I know. We just want to hit the fart just uh, 24 times here. So, yeah, we've got – 24 storylines. I went through every team. Yes, sir, one for every hour of the day. That's That was my thinking. Exactly, Addy. So uh, I, we tried to find one for every team, but they're just, there weren't juicy storylines around IDP-relevant players for every team. So you're not going to hear everyone represented, but you are going to hear 24 teams represented with off-season storylines. So let's kick it off, Addie. An injury to one of the biggest, I would say, Upcoming rising stars in IDP at the linebacker position. Mac Wilson is hoping to miss just six to eight weeks with a knee injury. We're waiting for the swelling to go down to see if it's going to be more serious or not. Are you buying? Is it yes or BS for a six to eight week miss for Mac?
1: Yes.
0: You're buying it. I'm buying it. You're buying it. Okay, so I'm you're optimistic it. about this. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think that. Well, you know, the fact that they, they didn't know immediately if it was torn or not, the fact that he's going for you know to see Dr. James Andrews, uh, just gives me a little bit of you know optimism. I mean, I think that would be something that they would know immediately. So the fact that he's that they still haven't re, you know released what it is, um, I think that's good news. Yeah, so they're looking into it further. Um, so my hope is it's not an ACL and it's something, you know, like you said, like it's probably a, you know, a torn MCL or LCL or whatever. And it's a six to eight week type injury.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's, if it's, uh, ACL, but I'm calling, I'm calling BS on this one. I just don't, I just don't see. I think six to eight, eight weeks is so optimistic. And it looks like uh, our boy Boobam here agrees with us. So he's going BS as well. I'm, I'm hopeful that's not the case. The IDP fan of me wants Mac Wilson on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but have, have him everywhere, pretty exactly. much. Exactly. So we, we don't want him to be hurt. I just think uh, a knee injury. Uh, this is where I wish we had Doctor Leesus on. We were supposed to do the well, NFC yeah, West route. preview tonight, but uh, Doctor Leesus feel better dealing with some some health stuff going on right now. He's he's okay. Everyone, don't panic. We're gonna have Doctor Leesus on hopefully next week to do the NFC West preview. But I'd love to hear right now his take. Maybe we can hit him up uh, in our Slack, Addy, and see if he'll put out a uh, Mac Wilson take uh, how he's feeling about this knee injury. Yeah, that's the least he can do. That's right. So let's move on to number two here. Michael Lombardi had quite a day on Twitter yesterday, True. saying that he believed the Jaguars were going to be trading Yannick Ngakwe within 24 hours, and then uh, fell victim. I'll, I'll admit, I fell victim to it too. The fake Adam Schefter account um, to 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 back up his um, you know his report that. Uh, Yannick was going to be traded. This fake Schefter account had him going to the Ravens for like a 2021 pick. And and Gus Gus Edwards, Edwards, of all people. Random. Uh, Yeah, so uh, Lombardi retweeted that, and then doubled down. He didn't... Uh, he quote-tweeted it with, well, well. Exactly, and then doubled down again, saying something about they deserve GM of the year or something like that, the Ravens yeah, do.
1: to bring in Calais, Campbell, and now Yannick.
0: Yeah, so... And it just makes sense. It's like, oh, well, let's make up a fake tweet and have them go into the Ravens, just like Calais did. Also, dude, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even put that together. They just brought the Jags together. Exactly, yeah. So, um, yeah, so... Do we think that Yannick is close to being on the move? I am going to say BS to this one. Just because I think the Jaguars really do have him in their plans. And there's there's a chance he gets moved. But if I was a gambling man, I'd put money on Yannick being on the field for the Jags week one. So I don't think <laughs> if the trade is happening, I don't think it's happening right now. I don't think it's BS. Yes. Yes? You're buying this one? I think he's going to get traded. You
1: think he's going to get traded? I think that's a toxic situation there. I think that, uh, yeah, I think it's uh, the time is now. The place is now. I think we're going to see a trade within the next two weeks, Joshie.
0: You think he's going to be in a different uniform before the season starts? I do. All right, well, we shall see. Uh, this is interesting, Addie. We had uh, a, kind of a new phrase enter the lexicon uh, this uh, past week with Melvin Ingram. We talked about his ridiculously awesome introduction on hard knocks um, that he is doing. He's essentially holding in, so he's not holding out. He's not uh, you know, staying away from training camp because there's really ridiculous fines now in the new CBA for guys who hold out. So he is at training camp. He's just not practicing. He's just like, nah, I'm good. I'm just going to hang out over here until you guys give me a new deal. So um, this, you know, we we can sit here and speculate on whether Ingram's going to get a new deal. I don't – that's not the interesting part of the story to me. I don't think he is for what it's worth. I think they proved with Melvin Gordon last year when they – Feel that a guy is being appropriately paid, and depending on where he is in their future plans, they're just not going to pay him. So I don't see him getting paid. But the more interesting piece here, and I actually saw Sigmund Bloom talk about this, was that Uchina Nuwasu is actually going to be getting, is going to be the recipient basically of Melvin Ingram if he decides to take this hold in into the season, Addy. So are you buying Arrow up for Uchina Nuwasu? BS? BS.
1: No, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean Melvin Ingram, he's going to be out there. You don't think he's going to miss any games with this? I'd be shocked. I mean, although that team, that team's kind of in flux. I mean, you know, I it's when you you do kind of worry with veterans like that when when there is such newness with a new quarterback, you wonder if like they're kind of concerned this is going to be a, a washed year. Um so yeah, I mean that kind of gives me some pause, but I don't know. I th- Melvin Ingram, I mean, based on how he showed up, you know, in that tr- in that hard knocks uh,
0: seg, I mean, I-, I think he's pretty motivated. I think he wants to get out there. I think maybe he was trying to win public sentiment to his side before this contract dispute with the team. That's, that's a good point. Adam's like, yeah, it worked. <laughs> I'm on board with Melvin Ingram. I'm a big fan. So I, I think that um, I'm actually going to go yeah. yes on this one. I think that Ingram is going to try to drag this out for a couple games. I don't think he's going to hold out as long as uh, Melvin Gordon did, but I think he's going to test the waters to see if him missing games. Because right now, he really doesn't have any leverage. They've got a guy in Nawasu who they can bring in and, and plug the gap that they now have with him holding out. So I think Melvin Ingram is going to test the waters. He's going to see, can I get any leverage by not playing in these games and the Jags come back or the chargers come back and say, okay, Melvin, we need you on the field. What do you want? Let's get this deal done. So I think this is a nice time to go by uh, Nuwasu because either he's going to get some play and he's going to be valuable or the chargers are signaling to us by not giving Ingram a deal that, he, that Uchenna is the guy going forward. That's a good point. He's uh he's definitely someone you need to probably add for
1: fantasy just because of the uncertainty. Uh and, you know, this just could be the tea leaves, you know, where maybe Ingram's done after this year.
0: I think that's that's the way I'm reading this situation is the Chargers are going to tell us a lot by what they do with Melvin Ingram's contract situation. Yep. So yep. So he's free. Yeah, you, Go should, pick you up. should probably pick Just him up. Just stash him. Just see what happens. Yeah. You know, this could be a, a situation where you get some good value week one or week two uh, before Ingram comes back. So uh, shifting over from Los Angeles to Las Vegas, we have Jonathan Abram getting some hype. This is a, something that we actually had already mentioned earlier because I'm a Jonathan Abram fan. I, I have shares of him in uh, various leagues at this point, including our main XFFL league. But apparently, Jonathan Abram in tremendous shape and could lead Las Vegas in tackles this year. BS. Yes, you going linebackers are going to lead yeah, the team in tackles for sure. Yeah, I Corey think Corey so Littleton too.
1: or Nick Quick is is the uh, correct choice there.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going BS as well. As much as I love Abram, it's just hard for a for a safety to lead the team in tackles. Yeah, that's... it can happen. I mean, Buddha Baker, right. uh, Exhibit A. Uh, but when you have, you know, good linebackers in front of the safeties like Littleton and Nick Quick, it's just I mean, I would give Abram let's 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 ballpark it in terms of percentage odds here, Addy. I'd say there's a fifteen percent chance Abram leads the team in tackles. You going above or below that? Yeah. About that. 10 or 15. 10 15%. Yeah, 15%. It it can happen, but I'm I'm not buying in. So, um this is a player I know that you've had a soft spot for a while, Addy, from my beloved Indianapolis Colts. This is DeNico Autry, typically thought of at least in my mind because of the way he's designated in RSO as a defensive tackle, he's been getting a lot of run though at defensive end as the Colts have opened up training camp now. It's important to note Kamoko Tere currently on the PUP. So, are you buying Danico Autry at defensive end this year? Before we get to that, I do want to touch on one thing
1: for the last little bit. Um, Buda Baker didn't even lead his own team in tackles. Did
0: Jordan Hicks? Yeah. Okay. I was thinking of, but isn't that crazy? in that crazy? Led safeties and tackles, right? That's
1: just. I mean, that, but that just shows you how freaking hard that is for uh, safety to do. We should
0: go back and look and see if there's any safety that's led. Maybe. Uh, did Jamal Adams lead the Jets in tackles? I th- Logan Ryan led the Titans in tackles. Did he? I okay. think. Yeah. I think. He was like the number one DB in our sleeper league, so he had yeah. to be getting some outrageous he like a, tackles. He had over 110. He sees himself as a safety, though.
1: Yeah, well, that's clever, clever by his agent. Yeah, to, to good do job.
0: That. So, uh, yeah, Danico Autry, defensive end. <laughs> Nah, not buying it. No
1: way. No way. I I bought in last year with the off-season hype. He looks great in the off-season. He did last year as well. No, not doing it. He's not the piece I'm I'm focused on there. I'm looking for – I'm a big fan of – Kamoko Ture. Of course, yeah. I love I put put a tweet out a few weeks ago about Ture. He was – I know it was limited sample size. He only played 81 snaps last year, but he was PFF's highest-graded edge rusher. Um, I think he had, like – Fifteen pressures in those eighty-one snaps. That's it's pretty some, good. Just something crazy. That's a
0: very high percentage. Um. So
1: yeah, I, I'm a big fan of him, and I think you know with the addition of, of Buckner, um, that's going to be big, and he's gonna he's gonna be one of those guys that's kind of slept on and, and and not focused on as much, and he's gonna have a, a really good shot at uh, at getting to the quarterback if he's healthy. Which that's what I, I'm I'm definitely monitoring that
0: situation. Yeah, he, he hasn't
1: practiced yet, right?
0: He has not. He's on the pup. So yeah, I'm calling BS as well. I think that. Uh, Ture is going to be the defensive uh, piece there that you want to own. I would say it's Buckner number one along the line for me, then Justin Houston, and then Kamoko Ture as far as that defensive line. If you want to stash Autry just in case Ture's health is questionable, um, you know, I wouldn't mind that as like a taxi squad or back, 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 back of your bench type of stash, but no, I'm not buying him as the starting defensive end opposite Justin Houston. If Kamoko Teray is healthy, so monitor that situation. Let's move to Buffalo and talk about AJ Epenesa playing multiple positions and is an absolute beast. Uh, the buzz, the drumbeat out of training camp. You buying it, Addy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not where I thought you were going with that AJ one. AJ Esposito. That's right. <laughs> when I made you read those names, I immediately regretted it on the draft pod. Yeah, don't do that to me, Josh. I'm sorry. I'm I'm very sorry. But uh, yeah, why not? He should have an opportunity.
1: You know, no more Jordan Phillips. No more Shaq Lawson. Uh, they desperately need some help there on that line. So um, yeah, Jerry but, Hughes. You have Ed Oliver. Yeah, but they, Jerry Hughes is old.
0: They need they they need um they need some young talent in there. Yeah. I know this is a guy, I think I might have actually just taken him off my top fifty D line redraft ranks. Is this the guy we should maybe be bumping up a little bit with I some of this we, hype? I think we could, you know, maybe
1: expect him to start out slow, similar to like what Crosby and all that stuff, you know, how some of those guys kind of get off to slow starts.
0: Well they work in. Crosby was just getting the snaps and yeah. earning the coach's trust, yep. you know.
1: Yep. So we could see a similar situation here. Uh maybe he starts
0: off a little slow but then picks up and is is, is dominant down the stretch. Yeah, you convinced me. I'm going with yes. I think um, you're right. There is so much opportunity there, and uh, we like this Buffalo defense. We think this team is going to be really solid. I think they're returning like – in the 90s, like 95% of their snaps, uh, maybe on, I think it was on offense. I was listening to the fantasy footballers talk about that. But in terms of continuity yep. across the board, they haven't lost a lot of starters. So this no. defense
1: should be good. And we like the offense better. I mean, I like the offense to, you know, keep the defense off the field. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm big in, on that Buffalo team this year. I think that's the best team
0: in the division. I agree. I agree. By a good amount. Yeah, I would say so because the – We won't get into it in this episode because it's uh, offense-related, but the quarterback situation in New England is not sounding too... Sounds not good. Sounds not good with Hoyer and Stidham and Cam Newton because as much as I've heard Stidham is struggling and Brian Hoyer is just Brian Hoyer, Uh Cam Newton's not exactly taking this thing by the range yet. No, and Edelman's limping, and Nikhil Harry can't get separation, and... It may be an ugly season in New England, which Not great. make me so, so happy, but they'll still win 12 games somehow.
1: No, they'll just tank, and then they'll get one of those quarterbacks and then Don't, dominate for the next. Just
0: Knicks. stop it. Just stop it. Don't talk about they'll that.
1: They'll freeze Bill Belichick.
0: Yeah, just they'll clone him. They'll have, like, a young Bill Belichick at, like, age 40 coming out. Or he's got his, his little freak son. He's a little mullet son. Just such a weird-looking human being. It's like, hold on. timeout. Where did you come from? No. you just appeared. He just just dropped out of the sky. He never knew he had a child. Can you imagine Bill Belichick as a father? No, man, not at all. No, he not either. even a little bit. Yeah. So speaking of one of our other favorite coaches, Greg Williams, the you know in between dying his goatee, making sure it's perfectly manicured, he is talking up Ashton Davis's work ethic and football IQ. So Addy, yes or BS to the Ashton Davis hype? Oh, the, the 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 backflip video and the catch—you're not buying in. And I like Ashton
1: Davis. I, I, I made plenty of tweets about uh, go get Ashton Davis when all this stuff with Jamal Adams was going on. You know, but uh, I think he's—I think he's a year away. A year I, away. I think um, from everything I've been seeing, Marcus May has been really impressive. They really, he's everywhere. Okay, um, so that's someone that I'm kind of curious about now. Um, and also, I think Bradley McDoodle's, McDougal's McDougal's going to get plenty of playing time.
0: I think you will. I mean, if you had to own one of those jet safeties, are you going for May right now? Yeah, I think I think for May. I think
1: May's the one I'm I'm going to go with. Yeah,
0: I, it, it was. Um, well, you
1: know, honestly, I I wasn't really sure. I was kind of just kind of waiting to see. But based on everything I'm seeing with training camps, that seems to be the guy that uh, that they like the most, and and seems to
0: be the the Jamal replacement. So is Marcus May? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go. Actually, yes. yes, I am buying in on the Ashton Davis hype. Not the backflip yet. Got my heart doing a little fluttering there, but this is more about, and, you know, maybe the Marcus May breakout is upon us. Bradley McDougal, like Tom Kisslingberry said, long disrespected, overlooked safety there from Seattle. I just, I. I don't. I'm not like thrilled with either of the options. So why not? I I think you're right that it could be we're we're a year too early, but um he's a he's a he's a rookie in a nice situation. Yeah. Not as nice as like Jeremy Chin for example, but he does have an opportunity if he can separate from the pack. And i I'm, I'm gonna put my money on Davis. We'll see. We'll see. I want to hear more reports though coming out of training camp. But if you've got Greg Williams. Already talking you up. Who never liked Jamal Adams? That's true. That is a helpful thing to keep in yeah. mind. If you can curry favor with uh, the bleach blonde goateed one himself, that's pretty good. Speaking of Jets, Quinn Williams said his he has his body right, his confidence back, and he feels unstoppable. Mister Unstoppable. He should do that. It that's, should be a he new just, thing. Should just riff on Russell Wilson. Yeah. So are you buying? Uh, and Williams is unstoppable this season, Addy. Yeah, that's for me. Let's just double up. Just give me another fart. Just all the farts. I had Quentin Williams at the end of last season, so he wasn't, he didn't like kill my team because I wasn't starting him for most of the year, but God, he was, that was a turd of a rookie season. Yeah, not ideal. Um...
1: And I mean I don't He'll know. He'll
0: be better, I think. Yeah, I mean if you're in if you're
1: in leagues where you gotta start a defensive tackle, sure. He should be maybe yeah, maybe be your, your D T two or three.
0: I was gonna say D T three, but how many teams are carrying three defensive tackles? Eesh. Yeah. I mean I tend to carry two and I don't think he's making the cut in my top twenty four. Yeah. I think he finished as like D tackle forty eight. Yeah. So, forty nine last so, year. You know,
1: probably nowhere to go but up. And he, I mean, we liked him. He was he was a top-five pick. We, we were excited about him. I mean, sometimes you just these guys just, you know, it's a shock when you enter the league and, and it takes a little bit of time to develop. So maybe that's the situation here. Um, glad that he's not going to be in any trouble for the gun stuff. Right? Yeah, that's good. So that's,
0: that's good. That's positive. Yeah, Mr. Unstoppable, <laughs> though. No. <laughs> Miss me with that, Quinn Williams. The, the Jets, uh,
1: they have been rumored, this is Mike Lombardi saying, okay, well let me give you some real stuff. The Jets are one of the
0: teams that are apparently in on Yannick. Mm. Okay, now that would make things a little more interesting. That gives Quinnen some help in there. It does, where which is desperately needed at this point. Yeah, um, that's the problem, really. That that's that's why I'm not really excited about
1: they There's just not a lot of help around him.
0: That that may be the worst defense in the NFL. They're now bad. That Jamal Adams. They're is. They're bad. That team and no
1: more CJ Mosley this year. That's a terrible team.
0: Could be a low key favorite uh, for the number one overall pick next year. They
1: should. I mean, and I haven't been hearing good things
0: about Darnold. Yeah, I mean, I just think we've talked about it ad nauseum. I don't think that uh, Adam Gase is going to be the coach next season. I think they're going to be bad again this year. And, God, that defense. I mean, I know we like – I know we like – oh, gosh, no, I'm thinking of the New York Giants. Is there any piece on this team that you want right now? On defense? Yeah. I mean,
1: I like Avery Williamson. Yeah, Avery. I'm going to be be interested in in Neville Hewitt and Blake Cashman a little bit. But, you know – Outside of that, no, not really. Um, well, I mean, those safeties, we'll see what happens there. But, but again, that's there's a lot of uncertainty there. We don't know. Safety's
0: pretty nice this year, though. I don't know unless it's a really deep league and you're starting like three or four safeties that yeah. I'm rolling the dice on. Any I don't these have guys. any of them. Yeah. I mean, I don't own so them anywhere. I can tell
1: people to go, you know, keep them on your radar. But I don't have any of these guys. So, yeah. uh I do have Avery Williamson in a lot of places, and Neville Hewitt. I think is, um, I, I tweeted earlier. In the year, it, we've talked, we've talked so much about continuity. Um, That should be the guy that we're, we're clued in on. He had the most snaps for the linebackers last year.
0: So, so pay attention to Neville Hewitt.
1: I think so. I think it's going to be Neville Hewitt and Avery Williamson and, and Blake Cashman sprinkled in and, and maybe having a larger role by the end of the year.
0: All right. Well, just uh, eternal Adam Gay's take is... Basically, as <laughs> right. a head coach, get
1: Adam Gase out of there forever
0: and always. He is a turd. That's so, what sucks for Sam Darnold. It could
1: be a very much like a oh, Jared Goff uh, Fisher situation. Yeah. Where we don't, we just can't
0: evaluate him until Gase is out of town. Imagine if he had gotten a coach like Matt Rule. You know, if they yeah. had been able to land, it
1: sucks, man. It's just you're so much a product of your environment. You know, when
0: when where you're drafted, it, it's it does suck. We have a question from uh Boobam, Cashman slash Hewitt or Williamson. You're going Williamson. I I'm would going think. Williamson. I know that he uh, he's not
1: practicing yet, um, but man, this is a guy that in 2018 I think he had about 120 tackles for him. Um, he he's he's gonna be he's gonna be great there once he's once he's on the field. And I this the, the injury happened last preseason. I think they're just setting him out and being cautious with him because they can, and he's a veteran. Uh, and there's what's the point of risking it? They want him there. They need him at this they point. They need him there. He's
0: their number one linebacker. So they're
1: just taking it easy. I expect him to be, I mean, I've got him a lot of places. I'm expecting him to be back week one. I think we should probably see him maybe be eased back into practice the next week or two.
0: All right, Well, right, let's move to uh, another team in the division there. Kyle Duggar was called one of the best players on the field this week for the New England Patriots. Kyle Duggar breakout. Hit me, Addy. Yeah. Ah, you're big. You were talking to us in our private Slack about Kyle Duggar. I like it, man. I mean,
1: I don't think that team's gonna be good. Um so I think Kyle Duggar's gonna get I think he's gonna be out there immediately. Um I think he's gonna be starting at safety for them. Uh and then every league I'm in there's return yards. So that's a big reason why I'm I'm a I'm a huge fan. He uh, he was second in the nation in return yards. You think he's going to get that job? I think so. They're using him there. They're trying him out there. I think he's going to get it. Um, yeah, but he, he had like 900 yards and six touchdowns his career uh, in college. So he knows what he's doing back there. Uh, if he gets that slot, yeah, he's going to be very valuable for us.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a yes for me as well. Just because I don't like Bill Belichick's uh, track record as far as drafting like first round picks, but these late round guys, it's like everyone was like Kyle Duggar for the Patriots. Eh, what's that all about? But Bill clearly sees something in Duggar, and with these kind of rave reviews coming out of camp already, I mean, best player on the field is that's some high praise. There's like. 80 guys on the field right now for these teams. So, yeah. uh, if he's getting these kind of rave reviews, yeah, uh, I think you can safely bump Kyle Duggar up your board. And what's the best part about him? He's cheap still. That's right. No, the
1: secret's not out yet. Like that's that's why when I say like yeah, I'm I'm in on these guys, it's because like they're they're basically free. Like he, he's owned probably. I think he might have been drafted or picked up in, in most of your leagues at this point. But if you're drafting today,
0: like seriously, he he's going like safety. Thirty. I was gonna say if he's after safety forty, you know thirty five even. I'm probably st- if he starts creeping into that like you know top thirty yeah. back into the twenties, I might. I'm probably gonna stay away at that point.
1: I mean, I think even in Shark City, I think like he was like you know safety twenty four. I need to. I need to
0: do that. Break it out by Break position out. and yeah. see. Yeah, that would be fun to look at. We'll talk about that on the next Shark show. City. Still going on. Still going on. We might not make it before <laughs> the season starts.
1: Need we everyone. To, we'll be fine. That's you, been that's been a lot of fun. It been a has lot of fun been. seeing those guys. Draft Appreciate
0: everyone that's been part of it. So, um, all right, and other safety news. Addy, we're going over to the Cincinnati Bengals and talking about Von Bell is hitting so hard that the coaches had to tell him to ease up. Mm. So I'm going to give you my Von Bell take, and it is. Yeah. I have been in on mm. Von Bell since he went to Cincy. I know it's a bit murky there because you have Jesse Bates, you have Sean Williams, mm. but Von Bell is the best safety of the three. He's clearly just itching to take someone's head off. Give me all the Von Bell shares. Just inject inject them straight into my veins this this season. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Um now. Uh, Sean Williams got carted off. He did, but it wasn't as bad as what people thought. It sounds, gonna like gonna yeah. so yeah. sounds like he's going to avoid missing. Yeah, sounds
1: like he's going to be okay.
0: Oh, we're happy for you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's
1: um, that I've been kind of avoiding that situation just because I'm a little unsure of the usage. Obviously, we know Bates is going to be the free safety. We know Vaughn's going to be. A strong safety, and we. A lot of people talk about. Oh, they're probably going to use Sean Williams in the in the nickel linebacker. Yeah, maybe they are. We also don't really know. What we have no. We idea. have no idea what they're going to do. So no. we can guess all we want, but when it comes to guessing, I usually just avoid. Yeah, I'd rather um,
0: not. Just let let the situation sort itself out. And if someone guesses right, good for them. Right. Like I won't be upset that. Congrats! You guessed correctly on how yeah. this was going to shake out. But Vaughn is definitely the safety I want out of all three. I think
1: he's the one that has the best finish. Um, I think I have him at safety eleven in my ranks. I think that's
0: close to where he is for me too. Um,
1: and I, and you know, if if Sean Williams really was hurt, uh, yeah, like Will's freaking up. Will's like we're way We're talking up. like top six. Potential. I think so.
0: I think he he cracks that top half of the the DB one yeah. conversation for me. But yeah, Vaughn's the piece I want. So let's uh, let's move to Baltimore and talk about the guy that we mentioned a little early. Not not Yannick Agakwe. He's not there yet. Sorry, Michael Lombardi. We know you doubled down, but you were wrong. It's okay, buddy. Uh, Calais Campbell has been a constant presence in the backfield. Are you buying that he's going to be back there a lot, Eddie? Yes. Yeah. This is
1: an easy one for me too. Yep. He's going to be motivated more than he ever has been. Uh, well, at least since that you know that year, Jacksonville was good. Um, he just he's just he's just a good setup for him, man. He's um, I'm he's excited got, for him.
0: He's got the grown man strength, as yes. we know. He's on the grown man strength Mount Rushmore. Yep, so yep. he has that going for him. The defensive line is okay in Baltimore. It's okay. He he's easily the best piece there, in my opinion. It's, I mean, I, I like what they've done. You know, I
1: like that they got Patrick Queen in there. Um, you have Matt Judon kind Matt of as like this uh, edge in, rusher. Um, Who's the guy from Denver that they brought in?
0: Uh, Shelby? Was that uh, Shelby or Wolf? Derek Wolf. Wolf? Derek yeah. Wolf.
1: They brought in Derek Wolf. So, so yeah. Um, I like Clayus Campbell. You know, Calais Campbell, he's, he's what, 46 now? Yeah, 56. Uh, but he's
0: still, I think he had like
1: 70-plus pressures last year.
0: Are you going to bet against Calais Campbell? No. The answer is no. No. You just don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, he's. I think he's top 15 for me right now in redraft. I just think... He's a guy that I have been uh, waiting for the wheels to fall off, and I just don't think – I think I might actually like his setup better in Baltimore now than I did. I mean, he had a nice setup in Jacksonville, don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to be surprised if uh, Calais Campbell cracks, like, the top 12 this year of defensive linemen. He's the guy, man. He's the
1: guy there now. I mean, you know, he had all those pressures last year, just didn't get home on a lot of sacks. But, but he had Yannick and Josh Allen dealing, you know, to deal with with, with competition. So,
0: um, yeah, I'm, I'm in on Clayus this year. Love it. So we got another good question from Boo Bam. He says, uh, Calais Campbell or Justin Houston this season?" Ooh, that's
1: good, man. I'm I'm a big Justin Houston fan. Me as well. I think I got to go Justin Houston there, just because. I mean, I'm pretty sure I have him in like in the top 15. I think I've got Clayus a little outside of that.
0: Yeah, I think for me, it's probably Calais by a nose. Uh, just because of the opportunity there, and it's that's always really tough to for They're IDP close, purposes. Like, is it it is it better, you know, for IDP production when you have other premier defensive linemen alongside you? Like, Houston now has DeForest Buckner; they could both be top fifteen guys. You know, you have um, Calais Campbell in Baltimore. He's really the best guy along that defensive line, yeah. but he does have guys like Shelby and um, uh, Matt Judon, Chuck Clark. He's he's always a so, safety. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's Calais, but it's really really close. Yeah.
1: Um, Houston for me, just just because I'm excited to see DeForest Buckner there. I, we talked about Teray. There's just a, there's a lot of pieces, you know, offensive lines are going to have to focus on.
0: Yeah. Agreed. I so think Justin
1: Houston, maybe the third piece.
0: Yeah. Third piece behind uh, DeForest Buckner and the Maniac. It's crazy. That defense might actually be good.
1: Speaking of the Maniac, I posted a video recently of the Maniac, just like a little bitty, like a 30-second clip. That dude is a maniac.
0: He is a maniac. He's crazy. Was he on was it when he was on the field? It's like, guys, it's <laughs> yes. that we're going to hit somebody, guys. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was uh Yeah. A little unstable. But I, that's um, what you want. But I love that. I love it so much. Yeah. I I mean, just LB1, two, three, 4, 5, all the way down Absolutely, through 12. man. Just he's worth g- it. Give me all of it. Um, did you see the Philip Rivers mic'd up segment that was kind of floating around from a couple days ago? <laughs> it's pretty good. I, uh, I will say Rivers over the year I've grown over the years I've grown to appreciate him more. Um but at the same time, throwing motion, yeah it just looks like it's getting worse. Like the arm has always been about here. He's been about three quarters, is about the highest he can possibly get that arm. Um and it looks like it's getting down more to like fifty, like a sidearm type of throw.
1: Yeah. It's concerned. I, I was like,
0: okay. oh, okay. But, you know, there's so many guys that have speed on this team now that, you know, he's got weapons galore. We don't need yeah. him to chuck it, you no, know, 50 you really yards don't. down the
1: field. No, I mean, he'll, I'm sure he'll take some shots to to Pittman. He's been getting some Some Pittman's raids. been getting
0: s- Jonathan Taylor. Oh, baby. Oh, man, some of those videos coming out, some of the hype. Mm. I know you were sweating, mm. sweating at your cubicle, mm. reading all the tweets. All right, well, let's roll through these, Addy. Todd Davis is poised to miss some games. Yes. This happened last season. We saw that, um, I believe it was a, a calf injury. Yeah. It's, uh, it cost him a couple games. Same injury that
1: happened today. So but the injury last year was July 18th. And I had forgot
0: that he actually missed the first two games because of it. Yeah. That's not good, folks. And we here we are at August uh, 20th, a yes. month later. So you have to wonder, does he miss six games now? If that was the recovery that's, last time caused him to the miss two? Line. That yeah. would be the
1: timeline. And also, you worry. So he didn't get the surgery on this calf, So, but
0: he re it a year later. So that's, that's not good. That's
1: not great. No, not um, great.
0: So do you think the question is, Justin Sternad time? Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, BS on that one. I I will admit, when I was editing the rookie draft mag for IDP, guys, I saw that and I thought, what freaking idiot misspelled Justin Strand? <laughs> like, guys, can you, you misspelled it repeatedly. And then yeah. I Googled it, and I was literally flabbergasted to learn there was a player named Justin Sternad. You know,
1: um, yeah, I know he has the weirdest name in the league now. Uh, our boy Kyle B is a
0: big fan. That is make me have a little pause. I do trust our boy Bellinelli. Don't we think Josie Jewell, though? That's kind of where I'm it at. It makes more sense that he'll be the, alongside AJ Johnson. Uh, yeah. we we love AJ Johnson. Oh God, I love AJ. I,
1: I don't. I was saying about this today. I don't think there's a player I love more this year than AJ Johnson. Is
0: it the wood chopping? Yeah, it's the wood chopping. And it, it, we talked about the wood chopping.
1: I remembered it as that at some point. Bro, he's chopping down whole ass trees is out he there. Really?
0: Yes. Oh my god. He's not just chopping wood; he's chopping down trees, dude. He's a man. He's a man. Make no mistake. This bumps man. up AJ Johnson big time for me. Oh my god. I think you could safely have AJ Johnson inside your top thirty linebackers at this point. Top twenty-five. One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. But I think Josie Jewell is going to be the guy alongside him, not necessarily Sternad right now. Yeah, I think, I think Todd Davis is.
1: Gonna maybe be okay and and eventually come back. So yeah, I would I would think they're gonna go
0: with Josie Jewell. Don't drop Todd Davis. Just no, Lord, no, don't do that at all. You Just, know, put him on your taxi squad. Put him at the back because when he comes back, he's yeah. going to be fine. Yeah, we know yeah. this.
1: Yep, yeah, Todd Davis is uh, he's he's underrated. He's usually a lock for like 130 tackles a year. So um, yeah, don't drop him. But uh, AJ Johnson wills up. I'll re reiterate again, AJ Johnson uh only played 12 games 93 tackles that's 7.75 a game he was the third highest rated linebacker on pff behind only eric Hendricks and Demario davis dang that's some nice company to be in right there that's good man and he again he played over 700 snaps like they had a very healthy sample
0: size that's impressive do you think that what's his ceiling are, are you absolutely flabbergasted if he's top 12 no end of season? absolutely not. You think that's the ceiling? I think that's the ceiling. I, I would think, agree.
1: I think if he would have played a full season, all 16 games, I think he might have been all over that, at least top eight, 18.
0: Yeah, agreed. All right, another linebacker we absolutely love in the division, Willie Gay Jr. has earned the nickname Turbo because he's so fast. Do you think he will be Turbo rising up the linebacker ranks, Addy?
2: Yes.
0: Absolutely, 100%. Hit it again. Yes. This is a big-time yes for me. We know that the linebackers there alongside Gay in Kansas City are absolute butt. Yep. And Willie Gay is already the best linebacker on this team. It's funny. When I heard uh, about the draft pick with Willie Gay Jr., someone made the comment, oh, they're trying to go with, like, this Corvette speed – element on the defense like they have on the offense. And now hearing this, it kind of confirms that original comment of like the the Chiefs' defense is just trying to speed up here. They're yeah. trying to play fast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean there's
1: not, you know, it's not a really good defense. They just have a few pieces here and there. Yeah, they know? have
0: some playmakers. Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Honey Badger. Honey Badger. Now Willie Gay. Yep. So uh Juan Thornhill when he gets back on the field. Right. Um so yeah, that is Willie Gay, I don't think I could have him enough places right now. No, man. I, I found myself drafting him more and more.
1: Agree. And and the uh, I don't think he, he's still a value. I he mean, is. He's, he's I don't still think going he's going after yeah. the other rookies still. He he's is. Kenneth Murray, Isaiah Simmons, um,
0: Patrick Queen. Patrick Queen. Which Patrick Queen should. Um Willie Gay's probably number two for me right now yeah. in terms of rookie linebackers. Be to, I want
1: him over Isaiah Simmons. I would agree. And Kenneth Murray's dealing with some knee swelling right now. Yeah,
0: that you could make an argument for either Murray or because they're both in a similar situation. Yeah. Clearly the best linebacker in the room already.
1: And I am a little worried about Patrick Queen just because of we know how much Baltimore controls time of possession. Is he going to get the opportunity that some of these other linebackers are going to get? That's one concern. Um, but yeah,
0: Willie Gay... Do not be surprised if he is the best linebacker out of these rookies. I would not disagree there at all, Addy. Let's talk J.J. Watt. This is a guy I know you've been rising on, but he didn't practice for the fifth straight day. Bill O'Brien said, don't look too much into it. It's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Are you worried at all about J.J. Watt? Yeah, not worried? No, not worried. Um,
1: You can't. Let him rest. Why would he be out there?
0: Yeah, that's a good Why would
1: he be out there at all? J.J. Watt, only eight games last year, still had 50 pressures. The league leader was Zarius Smith with 93. That's pretty JJ good. J.J. Watt
0: played eight games. That's pretty good, J.J. He was on pace to be the best. So, I will say, I am a, yeah. just in that I am a little worried. I want Now, if he comes out and practices next week, this becomes a I'm not worried at all situation. But, just being J.J. Watt, With the history of injuries, missing the games, it just gave me a little pause that it's been five days in a row. I understand maintenance days, you know. Uh, O'Brien talked about ramp-up period. It's different for everyone. But five days for J.J. Watt has me a little nervous. Let's talk about Watt's former teammate, Jadevian Clowney. Addie, he wants $15 million. The Titans have about $22 million in cap space. One of the teams that reportedly offered Clowney, and he turned it down. So, do you think a deal gets done? Yes. You do. You think the Titans are going to add Clowney? I think they should. Seems like Vic Beasley's not going to pan out. Well, yeah, what's the latest with Beasley? I know he, like, wasn't reporting, but I haven't heard really. I haven't been following up either. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, doesn't seem good.
1: Doesn't seem good that the guy you brought in is, like, ghosting you. Yeah,
0: he's like, uh, anybody seen Vic? Anybody talk to Vic? Anybody know where Vic is? <laughs> oh, no? Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe we should get on that. I think this is this kind of reminds me of a situation where you and one of your league mates have been making flirty eyes at each other over a potential trade. You're kind of doing the dance. You're kind of feeling each other out. You know it's going to happen at some point. That's the way I feel about the Titans and Clowney right now. They have the cap space. I think they know with Tannehill and Derrick Henry, their window's not going to stay open forever, especially uh, you know, with the, the teams that are kind of coming along in the AFC South. The Colts should be contenders. The Texans, we'll see, but they have Deshaun Watson, best quarterback in the division. And then the Jags could bottom out and very easily end up with Justin Fields or... Um, What's his name? Trevor, old Trev. Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. So, I think the Titans know that this is their time. This next year, last year, this year, and probably the next year, if Tannehill's legit, it's the time to make a run for it. So, um, But that said, I don't think a deal gets done. I think Jadevian Clowney is going to sit out this entire season. Wow. I really do. Dang. $15 million. From what I was reading, it seems like some people around the league are like, you may be sitting for a while, bro, because I don't think you're going to get that. And I think from what we're hearing out of his camp, he'd be fine with that. The Titans should bring him in. Get it done. What are y'all doing? You he would help your team. You have the cap space. He wants $15 million. Give him a one-year, $15 million deal, and let's move on. What are you saving it for? What do you need yeah. it for? Seriously. Pay
1: him what he wants, man. Get him yeah. in there. Do one-year deal. And also, Clowney, don't miss out on $15 million.
0: Get the money if now. That's the most you can get. Because the cap's going down next year. Yeah, bro. Don't be dumb. Get your money now while you can. All right. Dallas Cowboys. Alden Smith's return has been everything the boys have hoped it would be. But I'm still going for one important reason. Everson Griffin, I think, alongside Demarcus Lawrence. Those are the two defensive linemen I'm most interested in in Dallas. Alden Smith. If he makes it back, if he's turned his life around, I will be very, very happy for him. But given his absence from the NFL, I'm not buying in as a valuable IDP contributor this year. Maybe as like a taxi squad stash, but not a guy I'm going to be angling to get looking to start him at any point during the season. Addy, what about you? He's free. There's a lot of
1: guys that are free. Jerry McCoy, a lot of guys didn't have a season where they put up
0: 19 and a half sacks. When was that though? That was twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Okay, I just wanted to be sure that <laughs> that was this time. Remember back then, man. It was chewy. I miss those days. I man. could actually eat at a restaurant. Things were quite different back in twenty twelve. Quite different. So yeah, um, I'm not buying. I'm you know they're probably thrilled because up until they signed Everson Griffin, that defensive line was not looking too good.
1: Not good, but they did just lose Jeremy McCoy.
0: They so, did. I that mean, does help.
1: So, I don't know. We'll see. It's uh, I mean, yeah. Keep on your radar. You know, if if could if, be better for the Cowboys than for your IDP team. Yeah, I think
0: that's the lens to look at this through. I mean, if he comes out week one and gets a sack, Adam, did yeah? For, why not? There's gonna Adam. be a lot of dudes like that that are the question marks. We'll get more clarity on, and yeah, you can make a decision then. But I'm not gonna be adding Allen I mean, Smith. Yes
1: obviously obviously it's unlikely that you know he's back to his twenty twelve ways here in twenty twenty but um but still that's it's you know it's in the
0: range of outcomes and there's he th- could be th- a valuable contributor. people are saying nice things about him that's nice, I like that okay, all right, I'll give you that did i do did I do anything no you didn't do anything
1: um some buying into Alden Smith, yeah,
0: like just as a valuable i d p piece Yes. Nah, 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 give me more of that. All right, so I know where you're going on this one. Chase Young threw an offensive lineman aside at Twitter lost its mind. Chase Young, just the concept of Chase Young, Addie. Just, yes. We've yes. got cheering. Yes. Yes, it is. It's Chase Young's season, baby. I can't wait. Give me all the Twitter videos. I want them all. I'm just gonna set up a, an alert, a Google alert that's like Chase Young hype video has been posted. I want it to play on my TV in my living room. He's a freak. He's a freak, dude. He's a freak. He's already I know,
1: I know it was maybe like what, like a you know, third string offensive lineman that he just tossed like a ragdoll, but still. The big
0: man he just threw around like he was a small child. I like seeing it. I like seeing a rookie come in and just do that shit. It's like is he already the best defensive lineman in Washington? Oh, for sure, and that's high praise. Washington's defensive line might be the best in the league alongside yep. San Francisco. Yeah, man. Ooh, Chase Young won it. I think I have him number four right now in my defensive line ranks. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm ready. We, we, we don't need to be surprised if if he if he comes out and, and it is like a defensive end one or two. Yep. I mean, Nick I think- Bosa was
0: that good. He's better than Nick Bosa. We all think he was. You know. I agree. I've got. I think I have Nick Bosa slightly ahead of him, just because he has the year of experience right. on Chase Young. Yep. But Young, if he stays healthy, if we get sixteen games, he's a lock for defensive yeah. player or a rookie defensive player of the year. Yeah, that's a safe move. If you got the ones, put Chase Young up here at the top at number one, sir. I ah, ain't that big. Daniil Hunter's still in the league. and Miles Garrett's still in the league. Yeah, no. So uh, moving on here to Chicago, Addy, one of our favorite players, Akeem Hicks giving offensive linemen problems mm. in Chicago. Grown-ass man. we buying the bounce back from Akeem Hicks. Yes. Absolutely, baby. Absolutely, we're buying it. Buying We'd that whole it.
1: bounce back on that whole Chicago line. They missed this guy greatly. They really did. I'm not sure that he's not the most important piece of that defense.
0: There's a great uh, Dave Damaschek theory called the Jenga piece theory. I know you've heard of this before, talking about non-quarterback who's the most important player on a team where if you take that piece out, the whole tower comes tumbling down. Might have been Akeem Hicks. Might have been for the Chicago Bears. Akeem the dream. Big fan. Yeah, I'm with you as well. I love I I love Akeem Hicks for IDP this year. Hey, and he's gonna have more help than he's ever had. That's right. You talk about free. I mean, have you seen Akeem Hicks drafted many places so far this offseason? Great point. No. I don't think so. That's a guy just take a look, see if he's on your waiver wire. And if you've got the space, I mean, it's it's dependent upon your roster. You may have some nice defensive line depth. But if you're needing somebody, add Hakeem Hicks. He's a force, man. He is and a he force. Gets, he gets to the quarterback. He's, he's good. So let's talk about uh, your boys, Addy. Minnesota Vikings. Adam Thielen told Coach Mike Zimmer that new cornerback Cameron Dantzler is going to be really good. Are you doing the Dantzler dance? I yes. have to you have to. You're obligated. I have been seeing a lot of this guy, which is not typical because cornerback, not exactly the, the sexiest position. You know, I follow a lot of like regular IDP uh, or regular NFL beat writers and analysts, but man, Dansler has been showing up on the timeline this past week, getting a lot of buzz as a Vikings fan. What are you, uh, the whispers from the bushes. Are you hearing good things about Dansler? Well, I mean, you know, third round pick, I mean, we'll, we'll
1: see. It's it definitely, you know, this is great. This is great to hear it from the jump, and we desperately need him. That, uh, that, that cornerback group is not good. It's not good. Um, yeah, we lost Trey Waynes, and he wasn't good. Um, we lost Xavier Rhodes, and he wasn't and good. He wasn't good. So, uh, so, yeah, it's a lot of new faces. Um, I'm expecting it to, to look a lot different this year in Minnesota. But, uh, yeah, I been hearing great things about these rookies so far. And that's a great endorsement. Adam Thielen's one of the best receivers in the league. Yes.
0: It's a yes for me as well, just because if you're getting the Adam Thielen stamp of approval and making plays in training camp as a rookie at cornerback, which is one of the hardest positions, we always talk about how these rookie corners get picked on. Pay attention to Dantzler. Um Zimmer so- had
1: a great quote the other day. Um Someone asked him about, you know, kind of what I said, about the defense being different and, and if he was concerned. And Zimmer uh, responded, I've never had a bad defense. I don't plan on having a bad defense this year.
0: That's pretty baller. That's baller. Zimmer got him a new contract. He's feeling himself. Uh, him and Rick Spillman tied at the hip now for Minnesota. I yeah. love it. I think you guys would have been crazy to let Zimmer get out the door.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I, I like Zimmer. Um, Kind of wish he was a little more open-minded with the offense sometimes. Yeah,
0: he probably oversteps a little bit with the offense. Right. Um." yeah I, I i
1: just he's i'm a big fan of him he's he's a he's a funny dude he's a good coach and uh yeah almost lost his eyeball at one point yeah man I don't know what was going on with all that lost his wife he's just been through a lot man but he's uh yeah he's got the respect of the team you know y'all have gary kubiak this year as our
0: offensive coordinator
1: i love that we've got we've got a really good staff
0: it's a good coaching staff. Yeah, like I love Kubiak. I thought he was a great head coach. Had to step aside for health reasons. Absolutely. If you can have a coach like that as one of your coordinators, and he's so good oh, at baby.
1: play action, and it's yep. it's, just, it's a great the running fit game's going to be great. It's going to be a good fit. There.
0: I love it. So, a uh, few more here, Addy. You're one of your babies. Buddha Baker said the energy is live and in effect at Cardinals camp. Arrow up for the Cardinals defense this season.
2: Yes, absolutely,
0: dude. Easy choice right there. I mean. We know about
1: Chandler Jones. We know about Jordan Hicks. We know about Buda Baker. We know about Patrick Peterson. To bring in Jordan Phillips, Devondre Campbell, and then icing on the cake, Isaiah freaking Simmons. Yeah. They had to be just drooling there to get him in the draft. They, Absolutely. They, had, they, they thought they had no shot at him. They got Isaiah Simmons now. That's amazing. So, um, I don't know that a team had a better offseason than the Cardinals.
0: You go get DeAndre freaking Hopkins for David Johnson's terrible contract? It's absurd. You have, you know, uh, Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray coming into year two? Mm-hmm. You, got, you bring back Kenyon Drake on the transition tag? Still got Fitz there. Got Christian Kirk healthy. Larry Fitzgerald, Hall of Famer. Larry Fitzgerald is now your wide receiver three. That's
1: crazy, man. That's amazing. They're gonna be good. I'm I'm excited about them. Yes, this could be one of those teams that just
0: takes that huge leap. Did we look up? Oh shit! They they're twelve and four. They're the they're the Baltimore Ravens of 2020. Yep. Kyler takes that Lamar type of step. Not saying he's gonna be the MVP, just that he could take a huge step forward. The team has improved. Like they they have put the investment and they the draft picks they've brought they've made the moves. You know with the trades. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm all in. Buddha yes. Baker. You're right. The energy is alive and well. Which is I, I must have been drawn, Addy, towards some guys that you're loving here because the next guy, D. Ford said Javon Kinlaw's mindset thus far reminds him of Nick Bosa. Hmm. So Javon Kinlaw interested in uh, IDP for 2020? For 2020? Nah, long term?
2: Yes.
0: Yeah, they need him because if you liked. DeForest Buckner, they drafted Javon Kinlaw as the Buckner replacement. So I think, by extension, you have to be interested at least in what Kinlaw could become for IDP. Yep, I think Kinlaw was the guy
1: we all liked the most out of you know, between him and Malcolm Brown, um, Derek Brown. S- Derek Brown, sorry. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I think I think that's
0: who I like. I think it's – I don't – yeah, I'm with you uh, as far as for 2020. Not so much interested. Right. There are other pieces at defensive tough. line.
1: It's just tough for a defensive tackle interior lineman to translate year one.
0: But if you're in a rookie draft near the back, I, I mean, I wouldn't blame you. No, If you wanted free. to take yeah. him and stash him, you know, try to get some some usage out of him in year two, year three, that's where I'm going to be anticipating the breakout. Yeah, I feel
1: like I got Ken Law in, a, in, a, in maybe the seventh round of a few rookie drafts this offseason. That's so. nice.
0: That's about right. I wouldn't want to take him in a five-round draft. Right. There's just too much talent right yeah. now to take a defensive tackle that's a couple years away. But in a seven-round, yeah, that would make sense.
1: But look what happened last year with with Oliver and Quinn Williams.
0: It just takes a little bit. It does. That's a that's a tough position to adjust to. All right, Addy, a few more here. Brock Huard said he expects a battle between K.J. Wright and Jordan Brooks for that linebacker spot alongside uh, Bobby Wagner and Bruce Irvin. So, do you think KJ Wright wins the job over Jordan Brooks?
2: Yes,
1: you do. I think so. Okay, I think so. Um, Johnny actually posted something today uh, in our Shark City slash. I
0: saw that. That's what made you think of it, actually. Yeah.
1: So uh, he's saying that you know we've been seeing all the buzz around around Twitter that they're trying him pretty much as like an outside linebacker, um, and and putting him on the edge. Uh, and that would be devastating for his IDP value. Yes, it would. Um, but it seems that's going to be the plan moving forward, like longer term for K.J. Wright, like next year. So they're just giving him some reps there, trying him out there, seeing what he can do there. But apparently he's going to be fine and, and, and in the same role that he was last year for 2020. So uh, I think Jordan Brooks is still
0: a year away. I think he's a year away. I think so. So I know Heward was actually, and I don't know is I don't know if Heward has like a Seattle based like uh radio show that he's doing or something why he was plugging in as a former quarterback on the Seahawks linebacker situation, but he he really did believe that Jordan Brooks was going to give KJ Wright a run for his money. Uh something to pay attention to. And the reason I'm actually going to go on KJ Wright winning that job is because he is a set to be an unrestricted free agent after this year. Yeah. So I don't think that they're invested in KJ Wright long term. That said, now you could make the argument, well then aren't they going to kind of use him up and get the money's their money's worth before he hits the open market? Yeah, you could definitely make that case and I wouldn't I wouldn't fault you if you did, but they also don't have an investment in him past this season. So That's I don't think point. they're going to be upset if Jordan Brooks comes out and wins that job for I'm I'm just the more, and, and we'll see how it pans out. I'm really going to pay attention to this this year. The more we've gone along here and, and done this show and, and done IDP, it, the rookie linebackers for me are sort of like rookie running backs. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tend to give them the benefit of the doubt yeah. and give them the slight edge over the uh, the, the incumbent who maybe you know isn't a, a locked and loaded starter. Yeah, and they hold their value great.
1: They do, you know. Um... Yeah. So
0: you think, you still think KJ Wright, though, wins the job? You know,
1: uh, it's an avoid really for me. I mean, I'm not going to be going, I'm not going to be having any of these guys either way. So I don't know. No Bobby Wagner. Well, Bobby Wagner. Yeah. But that's the only one. Like uh, when it comes to this uncertainty stuff and like, yeah, we don't really know. We're trying to guess. I'm, I'm just going to avoid.
0: We know Bobby Wagner is good. Yes. That's who we want.
1: I really don't want to deal with the, with the, the left. I've never had KJ Wright much. No, he was saw. He was really solid last year, but um, he's usually not someone I'm after. Nope. Yeah. So Give I'm me Bobby Wagner. Yeah.
0: Nah, I'm not. I'll let somebody else. Like I said, Jordan Brooks. Hell yeah, we want him next year. For That's sure. right. That's right. Because
1: Wagner's getting up there in age as well. He is. He yep. won't be there forever.
0: He will not. So two more here. Devin White thinks he can play ten times faster this year. Are you thinking uh got some high hopes for Devin White this season, Eddie Yes. Oh yeah. All Sir. in. This uh if if the, the fantasy footballers just did their My Guys episode this week, and if we had one like that I think, Devin Dev- I think Devin White, maybe Jonathan Abram. Unsurprisingly, all guys on my XFFL squad, but there's a reason for that in my you yeah. know, most important favorite league. I want to own the guys I believe in most, and Devin White is at the very top of that list. So sexy. I don't know that there's a sexier linebacker than Devin White. And Levante David next to him? Like,
1: that is so nice. And this is going to be, you know, they got a track, they got a, a track-filled offense. They're going to be airing it out. Defense is going to be... Out there, I think, you know, a, a lot. I think the, they
0: have some nice IDP players. I don't think they have a great defense. Right. Exactly. Their cornerbacks very are much,
1: garbage. Very much like Kansas City. Absolutely. You know, um, although that that in that uh, defensive line, really, you know, the defensive line and then the two linebackers behind oh. them, that's about as good as it gets, really. But that secondary yeah, is not good. really not although good. Although the verdicts, you know, we we don't know about. Uh, Antonio Winfield Jr. Yet he could he could really be good. I, I, I liked him uh, in college a lot. So you like Whitehead a lot. I like Whitehead a lot. um But those he cornerbacks was hurt all last year. Those
0: cornerbacks are going to get toasted this year though. Yeah. So that's going to be the the Achilles heel. I think that's going to keep that defense on the field a lot and not let them get off the field. Is yeah. in a passing league you want to have good cornerbacks and they might have the worst group in the NFL.
1: But I love Devin White. Devin White, Ooh, he's, he's going to get the tackles, and he's going to get the big plays. And he's
0: riding a horse. He's riding a horse. I mean, come on. Talk about chopping down trees. Mm. Riding horses is grown man behavior. That's what we want, yeah. So give me all the Devin White. Finally, I wish Bobby was here. I know. Bobby will be back with us next week. But um, Jeremy Chin has been picking Luke Keekley's brain. Addie, Jeremy Chin, hit yes. me with it. Yes. Let me one more time. Yes. All- Easy. Is there been a faster riser for you since, let's say, the summer started than Jeremy Chin in the IDP world? I don't think there – I can't think of anyone that jumps to mind for me. I think he's penciled in all
1: of our top 12s. Yes. I mean, that's that's crazy. That's – I don't – how how often does that happen? A rookie
0: safety gets jumps into the top 12. It's not a
1: position was where Derwin being put in the top twelve when he came out. I don't think so. I don't think so either. No. I mean, not immediately. Like that's. Uh, but yeah, he. There's just no one has a better situation than him. We saw Eric Reed. He was second in the league in tackles last year. Chin's gonna be in that same role, and also no more Luke Heekley now. That that team was already the worst run defense in the league, and they lost Luke Heekley. So they're gonna be bad again. I know they've they've. Uh, they addressed what their first what was the first seven picks they went defense or whatever. Oh, the whole draft
0: was defense.
1: That's so that's good. That's good for the defense, but they had this a lot is, of work to do. This is
0: going to be the worst defense in the league, I think. Yep. it's young, so it's just it's up and coming. But yeah, it's going to be. Uh, I'm interested. Of course, we know Shaq Thompson. We know to hear Whitehead, Brian Burns, ex- extremely handsome. Uh, Brian Burns will be useful. Jeremy Chin will be useful. Utter um, Gross Matos, maybe we'll see. But I love the videos. I think it, it, someone posted a video. Jeremy Chin was the first person, like at the facility, like hitting the bags. Yeah. Like I'm just all in, man. I know oh, yeah. Bobby said that all the hype at a training camp was like just he had to go home and change his pants uh, f- yeah. when he was watching the highlights because uh, it was we're in that season right now. We're in hype season, as we know. Hence this segment. Uh, but so that has been 24 hype storylines. Addy, it's a, we're only an hour and seven minutes in. I'm so hey, proud of it. This is the new us. we That's got the right. new mixer in. We're going to try and keep it a little tighter. Keep it tight. At year two leap. <sighs> it cannot stop Adam from yelling by God, but it will put a nice little hard limiter on him so it doesn't blow out your ear. Yes, Thank you. Thank you, Road. That's the name of the board, Addie. Road is right oh. there. You can nice. call him Rody. I think it actually is pronounced Rody. 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 So we hope you all enjoyed this episode. Uh, we will be back next week. Bobby will be joining us. We will hopefully have Doctor Leezus. Make sure to give our boy Doctor Leezus a yes. follow over on
1: Twitter. Yeah, don't follow his personal account. There's like one that's like Leezus with like 14 e's. Don't yeah. follow that one. He's got one that's Doctor Leezus.
0: Doctor Leezus Just, Just two started. Es. Yeah, and he will be handling our Saturday. Um, he'll be looking at all of the the sort of like injury reports that are coming out on Friday. He'll be doing a Saturday morning episode breaking down the injuries you need to be mindful of to fantasy-relevant players on both sides of the ball. That will be dropping in our main podcast feed for the Big Three, not on any kind of Patreon or anything like that, just in the normal feed, Saturday mornings. We're hoping to have him back for the NFC West preview. But, yeah, go check him out on Twitter, Dr. Leesus. It's going to be a lot of fun. Big Big things. Big things as always, Addie. Well, thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll be back at you all next week. Until then, take care. Stay safe. Go get you some Zaxby's. If you like Big Three IDP, you'll love the IDP guys.
1: You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, basically anywhere you find your podcasts. Uh, And I mean, Mostly, I'm just really sorry about Mike's marriage. That's, that's really what I'm here to say.
2: Right, right. If you want hot takes on Mike's failing marriage and talk about poop occasionally, sometimes IDP and fantasy football in general, and you like to worship Babu Freak and follow Tony Johns to protect Baby Yoda, that's the place for you. IDPGuys.org. <laughs>
0: What's up, guys? It's Josh. And one of the things that you may not know about me is that in addition to hosting this podcast with Bobby and Adam, I'm also a writer. That is my full-time job. But with that said, I'm not as avid as a reader as you might think. That's because it's hard for me to find time to sit down, crack open a book, and read it. But what I do love are audiobooks. And one of my absolute favorites, and I know as football fans you will appreciate this, is Boys Will Be Boys, the glory days and party nights of the Dallas Cowboys dynasty. I know my boy Johnny the Greek loves this book as well. And you have to check out the audiobook version. Author Maury, the narrator, does a fantastic job bringing this crazy, wild, you-will-not-believe-it-your-jaw-will-drop story from Jeff Perlman to life in such vivid and rich detail that... I really do prefer the audiobook version to the print version. And here's the good news. You can actually listen to it for free. We have partnered up with Audible, and if you go to audibletrial.com slash big3idp, you're going to get a free 30-day trial of Audible. Now, that includes one audiobook plus select Audible originals, After the trial, you get that same setup with a rotating selection of Audible originals, plus exclusive sleep tracks and guided wellness programs. Audible has the biggest selection of audiobooks on the planet. It's only $14.95 a month after the 30-day trial. You can cancel anytime, and they'll even send you an email reminder before your trial ends. So, Go to audibletrial.com slash big three IDP. Check out Boys Will Be Boys by Jeff Perlman. You are not gonna regret it. That's audibletrial.com slash big three IDP. Check it out.
2: It's the big three, it's the dream team. Adam Bobby Joshi got the news feed. It's the big three, it's the dream team. Big 3 IDP, let's go.